Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. I hate the file cabinet fridge motif you have going there, too. It looks super cluttery. It is what it is. All right. I can use decorative advice, but... Yeah, definitely. A lot of it. Well, that's hurtful. Okay. Uh, Hello. We are discussing our new arrangement, and Lacey is being hurtful and judgy about how I set it up. I love you. Thank you. And you generally have decent to fair decorating (laughs) ideas. Wait, what's better, fair or decent? Because usually you go lesser. Yeah, fair, fair to, to decent. decent. Yeah. I'm tired. To, I am so tired today. What? I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, primarily because I th- I'm getting over some kind of flu or cold. We've been talking about this for the last few podcasts. Well, I still have it. So you know what? You know what you've been talking about literally every podcast? Your braces. Yeah, it's because it's relevant. People <laughs> care. <laughs> but yeah, you need like, you need some help with the decorating. Usually you're decent, but then you come up with these ideas that are just so far from okay. It's like, wow, wow, where did he come up with that? <clears throat> so I, I'm over the new office uh, discussion. Welcome come up with a new thing to talk about that to shoot the breeze my name is nathan and this is you got oh my goodness you gotta say <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> see what you're gonna do <laughs> i'm lacy i'm his wife <laughs> well um <laughs> so i was gonna make a a joke about uh i think it's it's the show snapped it's like a forensic files you always make the joke a joke i'm doing quotation marks with my fing- <clears throat> my fingers now a joke about the show snapped it makes me wonder you know really really <laughs> really <laughs> hey, well what are we what are we talking about today mr so, mr steel um you know one of the things that we you and i are passionate about is i was going to I was going to make the joke. Well, it's not a joke. You and I are passionate about people's wholeness and freedom. Uh, You know, seeing people set free, seeing people walk in the fullness of what God has for them. And one of these areas that I would say is often or has been misdefined is the idea of an accountability partner. Um, I know for myself, like, you know, especially with guys, guys groups and all of that, where, uh, as a, an, a, an accountability partner usually starts off with a healthy idea. I want help in this area, but, uh, but I don't know where to go from here. Right. So you, what you, you talk with someone, you set up an, an accountability partner with another person who you deem as successful or more knowledgeable than you are in that certain area. Um, so for me, you know, oftentimes a lot of my accountability partners have focused in on the subject of pornography, you know, struggles that I've had. And what inevitably happens is the person that I'm meeting with, you know, we're both struggling in this one area. And what happens is whenever we come together and whenever we meet, 
we usually start talking about our failures and then essentially, you know, if we're really spiritual, we'll pray about our failures. Or if it's not such a good positive uh, accountability part, we'll be like, okay, you messed up. I messed up. Okay. Whew. All right. Let's. Well, and I guess that model of accountability partners, it sets you up to kind of dread meeting with somebody. Well, yeah, right? Because like it's you're based not, on failure. Right. It's based on failure. It's not something you're. You're hitting the, you're hitting the main point. I know. We can just keep hitting it Are over just and gonna, over again. We're just okay. going to pummel it to the ground. But um, I love beating dead horses. <laughs> know, it's like one of my em. favorite hobbies. Let's get them. Okay. But, um, but yeah, but you're looking at this meeting you have set up, and you know it's a good thing, and you know, man, I really need to have somebody that is in on this part of my life. Right. right? Like, I, and I think that's a good thing, to bring people in to the areas that you want to improve or areas that you feel like you want to you want somebody to encourage you in, right? That That is good. And, but the thing is, is accountability, in essence, is where you show up and it's kind of like you're, you know, and you're standing before your mom or dad and they're asking you, you know, if you ate the cake <laughs> off the table and it's like, now's the time, you know, yeah. I got to confess up to what happened. And it's just... It's not something that invokes a, a pleasant well, feeling. It's, exactly. It's like a confessional, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so for me, what ends inevitably ends up happening after about four weeks of this accountability partner meeting once a week, um, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. It ends in failure. It ends in one of us going, oh, I'm busy this week. You're busy? Okay. Like... Week after week, all of a sudden, right. someone's busy and can't meet anymore <laughs> because you don't. You're you're dreading that conversation. You're dreading the conversation of, I failed. Try harder. Right. Or even let's say you're doing great and you're getting a lot of victory, and the other person is not. <laughs> right. right. You're still gonna drift right. apart because you're not actually moving forward. Right. You're just stopping each other from doing something you're I, you're removing something instead of adding something yeah. into your life i just had this conversation with someone who they they were asking me my advice on accountability and they're like what do you do and right. so i gave them some thoughts on you know one of the big ones is change the focus of the meetings but it was interesting because this person goes you know nate they say they want to change but then when i kind of push them or, or question them on something, they always have an excuse why they didn't change or why right. they can't change. And it ended up after a few weeks of this, he was like, dude, I'm I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Because he he was changing. He was actively changing things in his life, but he he was tired of the excuses. Right. He was tired of them not being able to, not being willing to, you know, and, and so. So I think, yeah. you know, to sum it up and we're going to, we're going to move forward with this and kind of move backwards a little bit. And like yeah. we were talking about beat this thing till it's dead. Yeah, but really. basically, you know, what we're using um, Nathan's example with pornography, because that's where you most likely are going to hear that term accountability partners. Right. Right. I mean, generally that's code for guys getting together and trying not to look at porn, which <laughs> I'm not trying to minimize that, but that's just, I mean, if we're being honest, right? right. <laughs> but we want to expand really what um, the value of meeting with somebody yeah. and unpack 
how that can be used in many areas of our life and also how it could be actually <laughs> something that you look forward to more than dread. And this yeah. is something Nathan addresses in his um, Unlove book. And we, we put a lot of thought into yeah. really how to encourage people to have that uh, those relationships in their life. Because when we're meeting with our community, we're meeting with people that love the Lord and are drawing us closer to him, it is a powerful thing. And so we are in no way uh, dissuade, trying to dissuade you from doing that. What we are saying is that in the intent in which you get together with somebody is really important. And so that's why we would like to roll out a new term instead of accountability partners. We'd like to look at kind of switching that term to encouragement partners with you, where you are meeting with somebody and you are looking towards uh, um encouraging that other person towards their identity in Christ, towards how he, the Lord sees them, towards um, the gifts, the promises, the the future God has for them, instead of just looking backwards and saying, well, let's stop doing that. Because, oh. you know, that's going to really, what, which method, which mindset is going to actually enrich rich your life for a long term, right? It's that, right. that idea of embracing what the Lord says and how he looks at you. And that's going to give you the um, motivation. Right. 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 To overcome the things in your life that are, that you're struggling with. Yeah. Now the, and it's funny because accountability, all that me, and it's gotten a negative connotation for that very reason. Right. It's like, Hey, do you want to be my accountability partner? Uh, (laughs) Right. Like, uh, um, Accountability, all that means is giving an account of your abilities, right? Hey, here's what I feel like God desires me to do. I want to meet with someone to encourage that ability. But what it's turned into is here's where I'm struggling. I need you to beat me and make me feel horrible about myself whenever we meet. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, definitely. At its worst, at (laughs) its best is this is what I've done, pray for me for strength. And that's not bad, but it's incomplete. Right. Right? Yeah. It's incomplete. Yeah. And there's so much more the Lord has from us for us other than just not sinning. Right. There's right. right? There there's more life that he has. I mean, he, Jesus said he came to give us life and life more abundantly, right? And so yeah. what is that abundant life that he has for you even in, in the midst of the thing that you want to overcome? Yeah. What is it he has yeah. for you because he does have victory for us and he also he also has continuing um I don't even know how to say how would you say that uh he just has it's that idea of he has more for us a direction right right. like when you're you think of the story of the israelites with egypt god didn't just call them out of egypt Mm -hmm. right he said i have a promised land for you so it's not just uh hey now you know i just want you free from whatever's oppressing you he has more he has something he wants to move you right. toward. And it, so the New Testament equivalent of this, Jesus says, listen, if you if you clean out a house, you know, and he was talking about uh, issues people struggle with, you know, from, from feeling oppressed by demons to, you know, habits, all of that. He goes, if you clean out a house, but you do nothing to fill that house, 
they're going to come back and they're going to come back worse. And so even he was alluding to the fact of, listen, it's not just enough to get rid of bad habits. You have to be moving forward toward a goal. He, he, he knows how he designed our brain. Our brains are wired toward a goal. And if we don't move toward a goal, we're going to be falling back to what's normal to us, Mm -hmm. right? So this is why you see in Galatians chapter 5, when Paul's writing, he says, listen, it's not about following, you know, not doing the things of your flesh. You actually have to be striving toward doing things of the spirit. So it's, 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 you know, I think oftentimes we look at, okay, if I just get rid of the bad habits in my life, then I'm, I'm stagnant. I'm, I'm good. No, the reality is, is you are always facing and moving in a direction. You're either moving with the spirit or you are moving with those habits and those behaviors and those unhealthy mindsets that are destroying you. You have two options. Either you're moving in life and toward the spirit or as Jesus says, an abundant life, or you're moving after those things that you've addicted yourself to, connected yourself with, bonded yourself to, depending on you know, our brains bond, you know, that's how we're wired. Right. And Jesus says, listen, you can either follow after these things. They're, they're going to steal, kill and destroy you, or you can follow after me and I have an abundant life for you. So you're always moving in a direction. You're never stagnant. Um, and I think, you know, coming back to the encouragement partner idea is the basis of that relationship should be the motivation of that relationship should be what is it God is calling you to like where are you going what direction right so give you an example using you know back to pornography and so just to interrupt you really quick is an encouragement partner something that you can only have for pornography I just want to clarify that no right now right no, right. I know. I, I'm just. It, yeah. I was more of a devil's advocate kind of. Not yeah, devil's no, no, no. advocate. That's not the right term. It was more of a. Uh, no, it's it. I'm. We're we're using that as the right. Uh, that the so, and I just basis, I want to clarify yeah. that. So yeah. this is an encouragement partner. Is somebody that can, you can invite into um, this journey, not just with you, but they can also be moving towards something. And so let's say it's anger. You know, you're saying, Lord, I want to be from free from anger, and the Lord says, Great. I want that for you too. And yeah. also I have more yeah. for you rather than just yelling at your kids. I just, yeah. I don't just want to, like we were saying, I just don't want to free you from yelling at your kids. I want to give you more. And yeah. so, you know, anger is something that honestly, I think it's good to be honest with uh, yourself if that's an issue, but know that there's, there's more to that than just stopping being being angry yeah. i actually i was thinking about we are i'll let you get back to what you're going to say in a second with yeah, your habits but yeah. i was i was watching um the show the chosen and they had um you know hold the, on pause people you have to watch the chosen <laughs> you can't keep doing caveats we have too many back there too many Sorry, for trying just, to get back to i know it is so good okay, we're big go fans ahead. here continue but um you know just thinking about John, the disciple, and um, how much I relate to him and just how he was known as just like an angry individual, right? He was somebody who was... Jesus, literally, his nickname for him was Son of Thunder. Right. Right? Like, Like, strike that person. Yeah, your dad is angry. Right. Right. And 
I just think of that and how angry I used to be all the time when anything yeah. threw me off or when I felt totally out of control, that my first emotion was anger. My first desire was to get people in line, get them under my thumb and control them with anger. And how since the Lord has freed me, I mean, not to say I never struggle with anger, mm -hmm. but he's freed that overwhelming snap reaction in me. Right, right. And instead, I care about people so much. And I'm just like crying about people yeah. and crying about things and just so much compassion and empathy. It's almost a problem sometimes. And... <laughs> I think about that, the girl I was when I was younger, who, I mean, I used to just really have a lot of judgment and, you know, like, well, that's their fault. They're stupid enough to get themselves in that situation. And now <laughs> there's so much compassion. I think, and you look at the journey of John's life and how, you know, he just turned into the love guy. Yeah. And yep. I, yep. I just relate to that so much. And I think that's so precious how... In even my own story, the Lord's desire wasn't just to free me from anger. It was to turn me into someone like him well, that would, love people, you know? And I have a, my belief is that God, God has designed you, right? He's, he has created you and he knows exactly how you will function best mm -hmm. and most, uh, bring you the most joy, right? But what often happens is things happen in our life and, and you know, especially early on, you, it, things happen and we start moving down a trajectory that steals from what God is, has designed you for. And, and um, you know, great example, kind of like backing that up, you know, you have John who, when he met Jesus and was set free and, and filled with the Holy Spirit, completely did a 180, right? He was let's call fire down on, you know, on them judgment to it's all about love. <laughs> like, right. I mean, his, from his gospel to the three letters that he wrote to even revelation dealing with, listen, it's all about God's love, like the, his desire in mm. pursuit of us. But then you have Peter. Peter stayed the same. Like Peter's personality didn't change. He went from always talking and not having good things to say to always talking and having fantastic things to say, right? Like he was always type A go-getter. And I use the term, you know, in, in John, Jesus uh, transformed him. It, with Peter, Jesus redeemed him, right? Mm -hmm. like, like there's, I think, two things that happen when we, when we walk with Jesus, when we partner with him. Either we are redeemed like our personalities stay the same, you know, Peter's a talker. He's always going to be a talker, but what he says is different or we're transformed. We are completely a different person. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, with you, your personality is your personality. That's right. always stayed the same, right? Like you're, you're passionate. You believe fiercely, but how you relate to people. Right is different, right. is, is a is a 180. You used to view people as tasks or people, cogs in a in a mission plan of yours, but now, um, th this is gonna sound wrong, but like now they are the mission. Like, it's like, no, I want relationship. That is more important to me than Well, tasks, I mean, I used to you know. explain it to you as if I had an agenda, I'd walk into a room 
or I had a plan, right? Yeah. So I'd walk into a room, and at that point, if you were a person in that room, you were divided into one of two categories. Either you were with <laughs> and for the plan, or right. you were against the plan. Right. And if you were for the plan, I'd give, I'd put you to work. And if you're against the plan, then I'd roll over you like a steamroller <laughs> because I didn't need anybody against right. the plan, right? Right. And I just, I've so changed the way that I operate in that. However, I still am always a girl with a plan. Yeah. That hasn't yeah. changed. It's just, I've become a little bit more... Um, the right word sensitive <laughs> well, <laughs> to them to people yeah yeah right. and you're, you're just more aware of of people thank you so much for listening to our podcast this is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website cultivaterelationships.com our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with god and others uh, we've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com support. Now, I hope you enjoyed the rest of this episode. Okay, so what I was going to say, let me read this section. So he's reading out of the Unlove book, which um, was just released last last year, right? Last year, And um, it's just, honestly, I'm speaking as Nathan's wife, but it's just an incredible book. And more than that, it really encapsulates our view on how to... um, how to be in relationship, not just with God, but with other people as well, that there is this vertical relationship we have and also these horizontal relationships that we have. And because of that, there's all these, there's all this stuff in there, right? And so being able to resolve this junk and get to a place where we can have the relationship with our heavenly father, as well as the people in our life is just so important. And so in there, we do talk about these encouragement partners and yeah. how they can edify and help us in our life to um, to move forward in, in the identity that God's given us. And so yeah. he's going to read a little bit about that. And I think, are you going to read the habit part? No, I'm actually going to read I, I, it. We define what specifically an encouragement partner is, and I, I like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. You like what you wrote in an earlier day. <laughs> no, you know what's so funny is I said it in a certain <laughs> way, and I meant it in that certain way. I'll let you know if we change. Exactly right. Um, no, I was actually just talking with a friend of ours today, and she she started reading the book and infuriated, like she was infuriated. Is that the right word? Angry, upset. <laughs> Not My happy. brain is so slow. It's she, so slow today. She <laughs> she was so upset because it it was pushing on things that had mm. been building up in in her life. Right. But so beware that if you if you do, I promise you, if you walk through the book, it it may. Frustrate another friend of mine, same thing. You know, from the introduction, he was arguing with me that it was later on in the book, and I'm like, no, what you're <laughs> talking about, what you're talking about is in the introduction. <laughs> He's so like, funny. no, it seems like it was further. I'm like, 
And so I pointed it out to him. Here's the thing, is God so desires your freedom, your wholeness, even more than sometimes we want it ourselves. And that means he will he will bring things about to com- to completely frustrate you until you deal with that issue. My book is one of those things. <laughs> it's I've probably gotten more feedback on how frustrating it is then. <laughs> but it, it gets better. Anyways, wow, page 119. Uh, it, let me read it, read a couple sentences out of this. Um, an encouragement partner will intentionally affirm your God-given identity, focus on preemptive planning within your capabilities. That's a huge one. Within your capabilities. These are not things that are too difficult for you to achieve, right? Um, And celebrate victories as you achieve your goals. That's huge. I cannot underline that enough, that you have to celebrate wins. You have to. Uh, We focus and get bogged down and get in the weeds with all of our failures and mistakes, but rarely do we take time to stop and celebrate. Um, I was talking to... Uh, another friend this last week and he had said something about how you know just like almost in passing that he didn't yell at his his wife this week and I'm like wait 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 how did you respond and he he's like why well, I, I actually handled it really well you know I um you know was praying and and spoke some encouragement over my wife and I'm like is that normal for you he's like oh no like usually I yell and get frustrated I'm like wait 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 did you stop and thank God and celebrate right. like this win, you know? And, and he's like, oh, I never, I guess I never really thought about, thought about that. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about is we always focus on, oh, I failed this week. Oh, I messed up this week. Oh, I did fail, you know, whatever the, whatever, sinned this week. Okay. It is a person we willingly give access and permission to speak into a specific situation in our lives, either to help us overcome a struggle or to achieve a personal goal. And that's what you were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Is is giving the, whatever situation it is, finances, health, parenting. Um, this may be more than one person, depending on the area of your life that needs help. For example, we could have one encouragement partner for finances, another for relationships, and another one for physical health. Um, so regardless of whatever the reason is that you're having this person in your life, conversation with this person should focus on victories, reasons we are victorious, right? It's that affirming good and positive behavior, spirit-led behavior, and what we plan to do to cultivate these victories. Um, so for example, just to you know broaden the scope here, we've, I was going to say beat the horse of pornography, but <clears throat> that's one issue, right? Like that's a negative issue. Sometimes, you know, for some people, an accountability partner for finances may mean you do a, a financial university um, with, uh, oh, I forget his name. Dave Ramsey? Dave Ramsey, yeah. <laughs> um, but like like for finances, maybe that's what it is. Maybe you meet with an accountant, right? Like people who are experts in this field, and that's your encouragement partner. That's the person you're going well, to. Well, and let me bring some practicality to this because yeah. I love – next step thinking, practical thinking. So when someone's never heard of something, they might be a little bit put off. And I mean, all you would do is say, hey, I'd like to meet with you about this subject and here are my goals. Um, I I would like it to be a time where, and and kind of you had three things right there, right? That we, number one, 
oh goodness you, you know you put away that book put right away. away yeah um i was done with it <laughs> uh, we're kind of going on the fly right here 119 but, um, page 119 right 119 okay yeah. yeah. um so let's see here it was so as an oh yeah and so it's having um let's see are you talking about conversations should focus on victories yes reasons for victories right yeah so you know that passing conversation when you had you know was outlining what exactly (coughs) the person was wanting freedom from Yeah. yeah number two what they were going for Right. And number three, celebrating right. any victory, whether small or sure. large. Yep. And so you would just say it'd be really simple. Every time we get together, we look at these three things. And in the end, we pray together and we ask the Lord for guidance or yeah. we thank him or whatever yeah. that may be. Um, as, long as, as long as when you approach someone to be your encouragement partner, if you can make it as awkward as possible. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It doesn't have to be awkward. <laughs> it doesn't. Excuse me. I want to ask you something very right, simple. I think we get wrapped up, so wrapped up in formality sometimes right. we forget that it, it it doesn't have to be super formal. It doesn't yeah. have, and like what Nathan was saying, you could have one for finances. You could have one for fitness. Yeah. You could have one for cooking. I mean, that's a joke, cooking, but um, you don't, it doesn't have to all be happening at the same time, what right? That, like, what was that movie where uh, Julia and Julia, where she cooked her way through Yeah, Julia the Julia Child's, Child's yeah. book, yeah. So, it, you know, you could, you could be just in your uh, time with the Lord and hear him you know, tell you, hey, I want to give you some health victories. That's something in your life I want to, I want to start leading you in is some victories right. over health. Right. Okay. So, what are some things specifically that you feel led to, um, to be able to release or work on or yeah. be able to move forward in in your health goals? Yeah. Bring someone into that. And I, and I and I what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is it can be so simple. Yeah. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Yeah. Um I think the key is just vulnerability and yeah. the mindset that this is a time of celebration. Yeah. You are well, you are free. You are we are free. <coughs> we are yeah. forget that we are free. Yeah. You know, we start from the place of when, when we pray and we ask the Lord to forgive us, when we pray and we ask him to, um, to, to, to bring that healing into our life, he does it. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. there. Yeah. And so from that point on, we're only working on the habit. Yeah. We're only working on that tendency we have to trust and put our hope in other things. It's not a freedom issue at that point. Yeah. And and I and hear me out because I know that can be misconstrued, <laughs> but it is done. Yeah. The work has been finished. Yeah. Do you know do you know what it's, I'm saying? Exactly. You know and it's it's agreeing with that work. Right. All all we're doing is changing our mindset to agree with that work. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, okay, so here's here's an example with regard to why the focus is on encouragement rather than failure. If you ever if you've ever purchased a car or been in the market to purchase a car, you all of a sudden, uh, I remember, oh goodness, what was it? A few years ago we we bought a Buick Enclave. 
I was seeing Buick, on, and I still see Buick enclaves everywhere, <laughs> right? Because my brain is right. wired for the familiar. I see Buick enclaves everywhere. So Never why, saw one before in our life. No, before. Nope, never saw nope. one. Didn't even know <laughs> Buick existed. Um, I knew. I mean, I'm from Michigan. I knew Buick. Yeah, my, yeah. I mean, my family were for GM. I, went, I didn't. <laughs> nobody meant that. <laughs> <laughs> run out of my family <laughs> no but here's the here's the point is if our focus is on our negative right, right that's all right. we're gonna see if you focus on the positive your brain is wired then for life right uh deuteronomy chapter 30 says this listen you can choose death or you can choose life and I look at that as, okay, what is my mindset? What is my br- What am I purposefully wiring my brain for? Is it toward life or is it towards death? If I wire it towards death, that's all I'm going to see. I'm going to, all I'm going to constantly see is disappointment. Disappointment in my relationships, disappointment in my circumstances, disappointment with people in my life, like disappointment. I'm disappointed, so I'm, now I'm seeing disappointment. Or... I know what God's plan is for me. I know the direction that he has in my life and his life in his direction and his path for me is one of an abundant life. It's one of hope and a future. It's one of, uh, you know, victory. And, and I am more than a conqueror. So then in my life, what I start to see in myself and in others and in my circumstances is here's where that person's victorious. Here's where that person is bringing life and hope and here's how my situation is is good and god can right. turn it to make it good right it's all it is is looking at how our brain has been wired how god created our brain and we're playing into that we're 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 essentially uh what is it where you take advantage of something i'm taking advantage of how my brain is wired um so a, a great example of this is I hate running, I hate the gym, I hate it. I don't like it, I don't enjoy it. It is a chore. But apparently both my wife and my doctor think I need to lose some weight. I never said that. I said it would be helpful for you to work out once in a while. Anyways. (laughs) Or or maybe I might have said something like, you don't need to gain as many pounds as you think you do. (laughs) Because you used to, like... No, here's a You're quote. You're making me sound so bad. You used to have to be t- eating all these ca- like when we first got married, he'd have to have 10,000 calories a day just to keep weight on. Right. Right. And so you'd be eating, 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 yeah. force yourself to eat past when you even wanted to eat for years right. and years and years. And then finally, we got some meds figured out for you and you started yeah. to gain weight and now you're a little bit more in middle age and so you're healthy. <laughs> no, you and you asked my doctor specifically do you think Nathan is done gaining weight now? And the doctor goes, yeah, he's good. <coughs> I'm sorry you took that so personally. It was Anyways, definitely medical advice. Here's the point. It was medical. Uh-huh. <laughs> here's the point. Yes. I hate the gym. I hate going to the gym. I'm not going to go to the gym simply on sheer willpower. Right. Not going to happen. So what I do is I have a, a, a show that I like to watch. And I can't watch it unless I'm running. And so what that's done for my brain is it's that reward system, right? It's it's capitalizing on how my brain is wired. So what I'm going to do is the only time that I can go to the, the only time I can watch my show is if I'm on the treadmill running. 
right? Like it's it's that reward system. So that's what I'm saying like with our with this idea of an encouragement partner is you're going to change your behaviors, you're going to change habits, your mindsets if you're focused on the positive outcomes, the goals, right? The victories. Um, and that's what then your brain will be rewarded with, right? That's what, that's when things start, you know, you enjoy, you start enjoying things. You start, it's funny, I've been, you know, sick for the last week, bringing it up again, gonna do it, don't care. Um, I've been sick for the last week. You and know I, that joke about guys when they get colds? What? It's just true. What is it? It's how big of a whiner they are. They're just big I have a disease. So like a cold to me is pretty debilitating. I'm playing, if you're listening, you can't see me, but I'm playing a mini violin just for Nathaniel. So I went to the gym yesterday. It was so enjoyable, right? <laughs> I would, I'm being, I'm, now I'm being serious, but it was so enjoyable. It's one of those things I now look forward right. to, right? I know, I, I agree with you. That's where I'm at. I know, I'm glad. I'm happy both because you're rewarding your brain centers and because you're getting yourself healthy. <laughs> it's very good. I've lost, actually I haven't lost weight, but I'm looking better since my surgery. Yeah. So feeling happy about that. I'm glad. Um, do you have any other thoughts on encouragement partners? No, I think that um, my I think my number one thing that I want to say oh, yeah, in ahead. closing with the, the encouragement partner thing is that don't make it more complicated than it has to be. Like it doesn't have to be some random person you've never talked to in your life before. It it can be a friend that you know that loves Jesus. I mean, my sister is probably the person I go to the most for an encouragement partner. And we're not super formal about stuff, right? We're just transparent and we're honest with each other and we give each other permission to be honest with, you know, the other person. Yeah. And so don't overthink this. Yeah. You know, if you're praying about something, the Lord brings something to your mind, just ask him who you think, who he thinks that you should go talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You don't have to like think, oh, well, it has to be an elder or it has to be a pastor or it has to be that ministry leader. You know? So that, that's just, that's my thought is don't overcomplicate what this right. is. Right. Right. And I, you know, you hit on it. I mean, all of this, all of this accountability partner, encouragement partner, whatever it is, f- is foundationally dealing with vulnerability right um you have to be vulnerable you have to be willing to give that person access to all the information right like if you're holding back some details um i barring a move of the holy spirit that gives them a word of knowledge about your situation or wisdom you've got to be vulnerable. You've got to give them access to the details because if you're holding back in any area, I mean, it's it's the same thing from, from finances to parenting, right? Like if you hold back information about your finances, well, then the accountant can't make good, wise choices about your finances if you're holding back, right? It's like you, 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 you show them all of this and then you're like, oh, and by the way, I owe the mafia $100,000. Well, you got to share that. Like, that's part of the... Hopefully nobody... I don't know if you'd want to, because then your accountant would be on the hit list. 
Does the mafia even exist anymore? What are you? You're insane. Of course the mafia exists. Like classic mafia, like Italian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do they really? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any, I don't have any specific, like, people I know in the mafia, but I think let you're... Me, let me go ask my <laughs> Uncle Vinny. You know, I feel He'll like be you're being me. really naive to think the organized crime doesn't exist. I didn't say organized crime. I said mafia, specifically what I see in I don't movies. think they, like, have t-shirts to say, I'm in the mafia. It would no. be helpful so I would know, because I need that question answered. Yes. If you guys know of anyone in no, the mafia... No, stop it. You just stop. Can you let stop me know? Stop talking. I... Stop it. Everything we've said before this has been disregarded because you just asked if the mafia still exists. <laughs> Get out of here. I know organized crime wow. exists. Wow. Wow, Steel. <laughs> I was going to make a Facebook, YouTube, Google joke, but... Yeah, I know, right? No, let's not do it, though. We're not on those Canceled. platforms. And I <laughs> What are they going to cancel me from my it's own like website? It's like my favorite thing nowadays is somebody says something that's considered like a little bit not PC nowadays and I just yell canceled at them. Yeah, but it's like anything. It, Which is it's not like, PC. It's, I know. <laughs> In itself to say canceled. One of my favorite books that we own mm-hmm. is called po- Politically Incorrect um, Fairy, Fairy Tales. Tales. Yeah, it's an old um, one. It was so my favorite good. when I was younger. Guys, if you've not. Maybe I'll put it on my No, that's not one to recommend. To recommend. No. no, Nathaniel Phillip. Really? Stop it. I keep giving them even more parts of your name. We're going to run out pretty soon with the things you're saying. My full name is Nathaniel Phillip Steele. No. I love my name. Mm-hmm. Most people, I was just listening to a radio show the other day. Right. And how they were the two hosts. This was a Christian radio show. Rhymes with... Don't stop. Okay. So I was going to ask you... love. Caleb. Oh, okay. Well, you made me say it. Because you were looking at me confused, they were going off I'm about how they're. At you confused. They were going off about their middle names, and I'm like, "Wow, guys, freedom!" Like Anyways. they weren't happy about it. No, not at all. Okay. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna talk about one of my nicknames for you is Mr. Stelstel. Oh yeah, tell because the story. we got well, it's not a long one, but we got a letter one time addressed to Mr. Stelstel. <laughs> 20, Twenty minutes. No, <laughs> it was a dark and rainy day. <laughs> I walked into the post office, and what did I find? Okay, Joni Erickson Tata. All right. What? Okay. Keep oh. moving. So, yeah, Mr. Stelstel. Mr. Stelstel. They didn't even get any of my names right. No, not even. And then, Nothing. probably on all of our legal documents, your name is spelled I-E-L instead of how it's legally spelled, so that's a little worrisome. Uh, it's nice, because then I'd be like, oh, that's not me. Yeah, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Lacey's culpable for all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not on any of our anyways. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Is that horse we, dead? Did we beat that horse? We're yeah, done with the okay. I think so. Where are you moving now? Well, I was just gonna say that um de- dealing with the idea of encouragement partner. Back You're to not that. we're back to the horse. Here's all I was gonna say. This is all I was gonna say. <laughs> Here's your club. <laughs> is it it's not a one and done thing. Right? It's not a it's not a, okay, I had the, an encouragement partner for this season of my life. I'm done now, right? It's you're constantly shifting that that relationship or your need for someone, right? Um, so a great example of this is when we first moved to Texas, we, um, dealing like with our finances, we had a person that we sought out for um, advice in this area. Uh, and then we did Dave Ramsey's class 
and then we shifted to an accountant, right? Like we've we've made shifts in who we've talked to because in obviously as you mature, as you grow, um, you know, you're going to be making shifts. But I mean, those shifts that, that we made, I, I don't like your example because those weren't those weren't encouragement partners. The Lord used those people, maybe the first person, but yeah. as we moved on, it was people that had different roles. So I understand, I think maybe that's I understand your yeah. point, but your yeah. example doesn't hold water. You don't hold water. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> what is it with everybody handing me? Everybody in my family wants me to hold their cup all the time. I don't want to hold your cup. I don't want to hold your bag. I don't want to hold your insulin. I don't want to hold your... Uh, enzymes. I don't want to hold. You know, your you're coat. saying you're saying people, but then you're using all. Oh, examples are they all of you? Me. It's our girls. They're oh, the ones. Is it? Yeah. Okay. No, they want to take my things. Take my sweater. Take my phone. <laughs> oh. Do you have any anything else? No, you I feel add like we have this? a shorter show today. I think we do. What are What are we at right now? We're at forty three minutes. Oh, I think the people have put up with us enough. I think it's time we release them back to their lives. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to release you back to your life. <laughs> we will come back funny, spry. Uh, debatable. Ready to go next time. <laughs> awake. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All we're promising is that we will be more awake. That's literally Do you think it. this last two weeks of rain has had anything to do with it? Yeah, oh, 100%. I think being, we were in Alaska for 15 years, and we were in a pretty rainy part of the state before yeah. we left. And it was just rain and rain and rain all the time. And I know that when we moved to Texas, we are so just scarred, like traumatized from all the rain, that whenever we had a sunny day, we are so excited. So the problem, though, is in Texas, there's sunny days, like, every day, all the time. right? Yeah. And so we got used to the sun. And now you know what that I it's love? been nonstop raining. You know what I love about Texas, though? What? is that even during the rainy this rainy time like literally the last three weeks has been rainy we keep adding a week every time we talk about it at least but i think it has been at least no 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 because there was a hailstorm yeah a big one like may 15th yep so yeah um which our roof i know no the roof we're not gonna talk about that (laughs) we're not gonna talk about our roof the roof is a sad thing so (laughs) um sad story but we but we have sun periodically which is amazing which we can now see through our roof because of all the holes (laughs) please get our book unlove um buy it you can buy it at our website cultivaterelationships.com you can get it on amazon i would personally i would go through our website but you can also search unlove nathan steel on Amazon. A-E-L. Nathan. Oh, it's you didn't do your full name. No. Nathan Steele. Is it too fancy for the search engines? Um, yeah. Okay. People would be confused. <laughs> yeah, they would. Um, anyways, you may just, yeah, search Unlove Nathan Steele or go to CultivateRelationships.com. Get the book. It will be so helpful, so encouraging to you. Uh, I that is That is my guarantee. I guarantee it. Stamp it. I do. With your approval. Yep. Officially stamped. All right. We're done. Hey, have a great whatever you're having. (laughs) We'll talk to you later. Words are hard. Goodbye. (laughs) 